Good day, everyone. Welcome to SPRG Chat Room, the platform to exchange ideas on hot and trending topics. I'm Pauline Yom, General Manager of Strategic Digital Lab, SPRG's digital marketing agency located in Singapore. I have with me here my colleague Johnson Duan, Senior Director from SPRG Shanghai. Johnson has worked with many overseas enterprises to market in China. Yeah, thanks, Pauline. Uh, hello, nice to meet you in the air. I'm honored to have this opportunity to share our experience in digital marketing, especially in China markets. I hope my sharing can inspire you when you are considering your digital marketing plan in China. Well, today we are going to touch on the business to business, in short, B two B digital marketing landscape in APEC, specifically zooming into China. Uh, but first, Pauline, uh, from an APEC point of view, do you see any overall changes in digital marketing after COVID nineteen? Well, definitely, the pandemic is into its second year. During the times when people are asked to stay home during lockdown period, we observe that enterprises take a wait and see approach. But they still have to fill in their pipelines.、Um, brands cannot reach customers physically, thus they need a more digital approach. But yet they are also very prudent in spending and looking for ways to save costs and generate sales leads. So latest statistics show that while digital advertising budget slash in 2020, overall ad spend in 2021 will grow by 5.9%. Well, on the other hand, B two B marketers also say that there are plans to invest in marketing technology. I'm just wondering, Johnson, is that the same trend happening in China? Yeah, I agree.、Uh, one of the most obviously change brought by COVID nineteen is digitalization.、Uh, we saw figures show that、uh, over sixty percent of B two B marketing staff said that they would actively invest in social ma- media marketing. So these demands then push marketers to utilize digital tools for more attractive social content to achieve their marketing objectives. I think there are four changes in channels that marketers need to know. First, vlog or short video marketing gets more and more popular here. Oh, okay, that's good to know.、Um, with TikTok being more and more popular, you know, Instagram also jumped on to the bandwagon to launch Reels, and、uh, YouTube also started Shorts. Oh yes, and WeChat actually also started Shorts. Secondly, more investments has been、uh, put into key opinion leader marketing. Third,、uh, there are two terms which are now being discussed very hotly, which is private domain and public domain. Thanks to WeChat grouping function, people have same interests are gathered in one place, and the marketer can push advertisements or information directly to them and influence them. Last. Uh, live streaming is everywhere, even for B two B company. We had a client who produce electronic component for earphones. They do a lot of live streaming to disassemble an earphone and show audience their products within the earphone and do testing and comparison. By live streaming, the、uh, client gives audience a vivid understanding on how their products work and how well the performance is. So, in line with these changes,、uh, over fifty percent local marketers began to proactively try social marketing channels, and、uh, nearly fifty percent local marketers 
shift their events from offline to online, of which webinar dominates the all the methods that marketers use. Well, I think that's really how the rest of the world are reacting. You know,、uh, moving offline to online, shifting budgets from traveling, holding events to online meeting options, and webinar is definitely a popular tool these days. Yeah, I would also like to mention the KPI which all marketers care about mostly. If you ask whether there's any changes on KPI, I would say no. Even in those social channels, more impression, more click, or more conversion is still what we're gonna achieve. Well, one thing that didn't change is many enterprises see China as a key market. Even during this pandemic, the Wall Street Journal reported that China is the only major economy expected to report growth. While the rest of the world is busy with rolling out vaccines and trying to contain its、um, infection numbers, it goes without saying that China remains the key market for many enterprises. In terms of the digital marketing in China, Johnson, can you tell us how marketers can be successful in a market that is so different from the rest of the world? Indeed, in China, marketers need to have a separate strategy from APAC. It requires an in-market team who need to well understand the digital landscape and do with it. For example, for search engine in APAC, all need to do is Google, right? However, in China, Google is not accessible, and、uh, Baidu is number one. And due to the popularity of WeChat, more and more people search things within WeChat platform, especially for B two B professionals. They will also follow several industry WeChat public accounts, so they might feel convenient to read articles within WeChat interface instead of jumping from one site to another. So this habit makes the whole marketing journey more complicated in China, because marketers need to think how to get your information most efficiently popped out in front of eyes of your target audience. To achieve this, you need to think whether to set up a WeChat, how to do、uh, search engine optimization in WeChat, how to leverage other WeChat public accounts,、uh, which we call KOLs, to get your message delivered, and the format of the message, whether it fits the WeChat environment and readable by your target audience. Quite a few things marketers need to think of. That's interesting to know.、Um, I'm sure when it comes to content. And languages, it is a big consideration and requirement, right? As the Chinese language is contextual, my experience in managing past campaigns in China tells me we cannot just work on plain translation, but localization to the local nuances is key to audience acceptance to the brand messaging. Johnson, can you tell us a bit more? Yeah,、uh, marketers need to have transcreated, localized content. Not just simply translate, but need to consider local nuances and make sure messages resonate with local audiences. We noticed a lot of clients do it in a simple way, just placing a translation button on the web page and let Google do the translation work for them. To be frank,、um, this is not working well in China. For example, if translating. Fully integrated expertise into Chinese by Google, literally word by word, it would sound like wholly compositive professional knowledge, which does not make sense at all. Well, I totally agree. 
Well, Johnson, one thing for sure, brands are having the challenge of having localized websites and assets. Uh, but that will mean spending additional um, budget to create. Am I right? I agree. Uh, one more thing worth to highlight is that more and more clients are considering social CRM, which means rather than push same content to a target audience, digital tools are leveraged to categorize target audiences into groups based on their interest, and then push uh, localized or tailor-made content to a specific group of people to solve their pain points uh, so as to increase the conversion. So you are right, sometimes additional budget is required to cover technical parts. So Johnson, what kind of strategy should be to be marketers considered then? In SPRG China, actually, we provide clients with a strategy to work out an integrated approaches by thinking their earned, paid, shared, and owned media strategy in order to create holy brand awareness. Oh, can you, can you elaborate more? Sure. For earned media strategy, we will leverage PR to create awareness, which will benefit SEO. Then combining with paid media investment, such as SEM, to get results with higher effect. Speaking of shared or paid strategy, besides banner ads in WeChat, keywords buying Baidu, cooperation with KOLs is also an effective approach. I have to say that the usage of KOLs is mostly similar to uh, with other APEC countries. Namely, find the most relevant KOLs and cooperate with them in creative ways. However, as said in China, KOLs are clustered in various social platforms like WeChat, Weibo, Toutiao, Zhuhu, Red, Douban, etc. Marketers need to understand which platforms are most effective and then find out whom they should work with. That's really helpful information. And in this aspect, I think it's quite similar to KOL marketing in APEC, where KOLs might congregate across different social platforms. And marketers need to understand these social platforms and how to engage with them to launch an effective campaign. I do have one question which always bogs the mind of our enterprise clients, and that is data protection. So with GDPR, PDPA, CCPA in strict compliance outside of China, how do we deal with data protection in China? China also has strict laws and regulations to ensure the data security, no matter personal data or company data. The key here, I think, is to give the choice to your target audience how to encourage your target audience to disclose necessary data voluntarily without breaking the law. As for the clients, of course, data protection is a must, which has to be ensured that all data are used legally and appropriately. Hope my sharing will not scare those who has plans to enter China. So Pauline, I'm wondering what kind of enterprise clients are looking to China? Well, as I say, many enterprises see China as their major market. Those with local sales and marketing um, and management teams will have an upper hand, I'm sure. We have clients ranging from F&B, technology, banking and finance services looking into expanding into China. Yeah, I would say as China always encourages local enterprises to go abroad and overseas companies to come in, I'm sure all kinds of clients can have a success in China market.
Well, Johnson, based on your experience with helping many international brands center China, what will you say are the main challenges they face? As mentioned earlier, lacking in market team is one of the challenges. And actually, B two B marketers have been up against some serious pandemic-related challenges over the past years, but some persistent challenges remain around measuring ROI, lead generation, or broken or inconsistent customer experience. We saw research here says that、uh, nearly forty-four percent of、uh, B two B marketers reported measuring ROI as a challenge, which is also the top challenges they are experienced. This may suggest an opportunity for marketers to put investments into technologies and platforms that will provide a holistic view of what marketing activity is generating results throughout the customer journey. And their challenges are ours as well, which is how to prove the effectiveness of our proposal to clients. What will you say are the effective media channels that marketers can consider to deliver the ROI they need? I think、uh, all media channels have their own advantages, depending on actual demands of clients. Generally speaking, for B two B industry. Uh, frequent used channels include email marketing, social media marketing, content marketing,、uh, SEO, SEM, of course,、uh, conference exhibition marketing, uh, PR, uh, partnership,、uh, display marketing, video advertising, and others. A Chinese saying is that whether a white cat or a black cat, a good cat catches mice. So no matter what channels, those which can achieve ROI are effective channels. So as you know, budget is always always a concern, right? A big market will also mean you need to spend more to reach your target segments. So Johnson, what then are the top three media channels that marketers should focus on? Yeah, it's indeed a million dollar question. I have to say, it all depends. Uh, clients needs to cross check their business nature and the characteristics of their target audience. Generally speaking, for B two B clients,、uh, the media channels they discuss mostly include search engine marketing, WeChat marketing, and the demand side platform marketing. Again, as I said, it all depends. One of my clients,、uh, which is a leader in the、uh, industry of professional service. Feedback that they think email mark email blast is the most effective way for them, comparing with other channels. I'm surprised to hear that as email marketing is one of the most effective channels for B two B marketing in APEC, and according to Direct Marketing Association, the average ROI for email marketing is as high as forty to one. Okay, interesting to know that too. Email marketing actually in China will encounter a lot of sensitive issues and limitations. Normally, we don't suggest that unless we are one hundred percent sure about security and ROI. Well, these are really great insights, Johnson. Um, thank you so much for sharing this information with us. Ah,、uh, thanks. Uh, it's a pity that for some of the points, I cannot go. Into details this time, but I would like to share more if there is opportunity in the future. I'm sure there are. Now we have come to the end of our podcast today. Do stay tuned for our next podcast. 
For some of you listeners who are interested to know more about digital marketing in China or Asia, do write to us at enquiry at sprg.asia. Thank you.